Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. Let go. All right. So guys, uh, let me pick it. It'll be helpful if I picked up my microphone. How's everybody doing out there? This is Monica C. Guidry with Whole Heart um, with Monica C. Guidry. And it is always a pleasure to be talking to you guys. You are my friends. And so let me do my intro like I usually do. So hey, friends, welcome to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry. Today, like every day, is a great day to be alive. And I'm so glad that you're tuning in all across the country, all across the world. Hello, South Africa. Hello, New Zealand. Hello, Australia, Ireland, England, and all of you from the Philippines. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today. I have a special guest with me. And as always, we talk about purpose and passion and finding zest for life. And she, like all of my my previous guests, has an amazing story about finding purpose and finding passion and living out our dreams. And that's what we're all here for. The number one question that everyone asks is, what am I purpose to do? So I just want to kind of give you a little slice of my world to help you guys figure that out. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you, um, and many of you probably already know her, and if you don't know her, you will soon hear a lot about her. Her name is Chanda Makula. She is a psalmist, a songwriter, a worship pastor, and a worship consultant. Welcome to the show, Chanda. Thank you, Monica, for having me. I'm so excited. Hello, everybody. Um, so listen, our my audience are filled with a lot of eager women who are moms and grandmothers and wives and sisters, and they carry all of these titles, but a lot of them are trying to seek identity outside of those things. And one of the things that they're trying to do or they're in pursuit of doing is discovering purpose and finding out what their calling is in life. Um, so for you, has there ever been a time in your life where you questioned your calling? Oh, wow. Definitely. Um, you know, c- comparison sometimes robs you from that security that you would want to feel. So definitely, you know, because I have a different voice and then seeing what voices and strengths and people, you know, gets the accolades, you know, early on. I felt really, 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 really bad about my sound. And it really doesn't help when you have people that you love and care about um, really um, telling you why you cannot be a singer, why you cannot be a songwriter. So so I've definitely felt inferior um, early on um, until I, you know, until I began to just soak and sit with the Lord and he began to tell me who who I was. And then also, I also, I was in so much sin early on that I disqualified myself. So um, because I knew what I was doing in secret, I would always have these conversations with the Lord like, you, you absolutely can't know who you called because you see me doing this. You, you made a mistake. And, 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 and I would do these things and, and, and then go back to him and be like, see, you, you, you couldn't have possibly called me to this because I do this, I do this, I do this. Wow. But, uh, you so know. So you were disqualifying yourself. Heck yeah. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Because, you know, it's, it's one thing when other people disqualify us, but it's a whole other thing when we're the ones that are 
that are sitting our setting ourselves and putting ourselves in prison, basically. Oh, yes, it's it's self self sabotaging. Like, you know, (laughs) you can't possibly know know who you called because, you know, I mean, I think it's fear talking too, because I I, I was afraid. I was afraid. Yes. I was afraid. So um, I'd be like, you have to disqualify me because I'm doing this. And it was just a, it was just a fear tactic to try and get him to change his mind. And that's crazy because a lot of people stop forward movement because of fear. That's Mm -hmm. the number one reason why people don't you know, pursue what they feel like that they're called to do or what the, they're, what they're passionate um, in doing is fear. Mm-hmm. Would you say that as well? Oh yeah. Fear. Yeah, definitely. Definitely fear. Mm-hmm. So um, speaking of which, when did you know what you were purposed to do? I know that's kind of a backwards question. I kind of, you know, got those switched around, but, but when did you know what, what you were purposed to do? Um, when I made the faith leap to leave everything um, that was stable, you know, my story is I, I moved from Ohio to Georgia um, to become a songwriter. So I left, I, I worked for the state of Ohio. I was a corrections officer and I was just like, this can't be it. I was sitting in the prison um, as an officer, you know, let me clarify that I was sitting in the prison as an officer and I was just like, this can't be it. The Lord was like, well, I didn't create you for this. I'm like, okay, well then what? You're, you're my, you're my psalmist. You're my worshiper. You're my songwriter. Okay. Well then show me what to do. So, you know, I resigned from that. I had a salon and, and then moved to Georgia to be that. And two weeks later got connected right away. You know, so I, just just in my private time, you know, doing common things, the Lord told me what I was supposed to do. And it happened to be on my job and it changed everything for me. So I took a leap of faith and then dropped everything and moved. And everybody thought I was crazy because how would you, why would you leave everything stable to go off of the word of the Lord when, when you can get it wrong? And I've gotten it wrong sometime, but I did. And, and, it, and it turned out to be Awesome. <laughs> so when you moved to Georgia, you didn't know anybody. Did you know people? Like, did you have family? Because that's the thing. Like, did you no. have any family? No family. I had one friend and I slept on his couch for six months, but the Lord was ordering my steps. Like, you know, once you start walking on water, you have to keep, you got to keep praying and keep seeking him so that you can get the next blueprint. So that's incredible. And you said that you got um, connected right away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got here and then I was like, okay, now what Lord? And he showed me, you know, what church I should go to, um, which was fresh start. And I found that church just by typing in 30 miles from my house, you know, cause I just, you know, I, I knew I could drive 30, 30 minutes away. So, um, and then, and then the words fresh start popped out to me and it happened to be the name of a church. So I got there and, uh, Casey J was singing on the stage and I didn't know anything about, she it was before she even became uh, a Christian artist. And started writing for her and, and, you know, then started writing for Fresh Start Worship and then Mention came out. Right. And so those of you who are listening who, who don't know, um, Chanda Makula is a trailblazer of the year for BMI. Um, it's because she wrote a song called Mention that has taken the world by storm. I mean, it's been, it's being sang in uh, white churches, black churches. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the song mention? Um, the song mention, um, 
it's it's just about the name of Jesus being so absolute and exact and we can call on his name whenever I wrote that song in just a private worship moment before leading worship on a Sunday morning. Um, I didn't plan on lead, um, writing a song, but the Lord just dropped it in my spirit. I re- recorded it in my phone, went to the church and taught it to the musicians and the team before the service and sang it in the service and the Lord had its way. And uh, my pastor, he was like, man, you, ha- you know, we have something special here. So then we recorded it. And, and, and the rest is history. That's amazing. It's amazing. And it's on airwaves, even even now. I mean, because that song, you wrote that song when? Uh, three, three years ago. Three years ago. And it's still in rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fresh um, Start Worship mentioned. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people listening can probably assume, man, her story seems very easy. She just packed up, moved to Atlanta, and things just started falling into place. But... I mean, I'm sure you being the person that is walking in this can definitely say that it has not been easy. So for those listening, can you tell them about a time where you where you had a rock bottom moment and how you came out or how you overcame? Um, wow. And then I know that, you know, it's really it might be a vulnerable place. But I mean, I'm sure that it's something that might touch my listeners to say, you know what, I'm not alone. Well, um, early on, um, I was I was in a, in a marriage that wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, since then, we've reconciled as friends, you know, praise the Lord. Um, but I, I've, I've, I wrote a whole lot of songs um, through the pain that, and the rejection that I mm-hmm. felt in, in that relationship. Um, so, um, so I'm, I'm here to encourage you that on the other side of pain is, is, is joy. There's laughter. There is peace. There is acceptance. And a lot of people don't believe me when, when I, when I tell them that I, I wrote, I wrote this one song called, um, uh, I can't even remember it. (laughs) It's so powerful, I can't even remember it. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, it's called Overwhelmed. Okay. And it's the most beautiful love song that people have heard. And I'm just like, do you realize, you know, at, during that song, when I wrote that song, it was the biggest argument. It was the biggest um, abuse to my emotions, to my womanhood, right before I wrote that song. So a lot of times I, I write on the other side as if I'm experiencing the joy, even though I'm going through a lot of pain, I write from a standpoint of joy. And it's only by the grace of God that, you know, he, he gives me the pen to be able to do that. But, um, you know, so, so be encouraged, you know, when, if you're going through anything in life, there's another side. If you keep believing, if you keep pressing, if you believe the report of the Lord for your destiny, for your so purpose. Good. He is not a liar. He's not man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. There is joy on the other side. There is joy on the other side. And everything that we go through, it makes us who we are. Because I went through that, because I went through addiction early on, because I went through a broken home from um, my parents and was seeking um, acceptance. Wow. 
in all the wrong places, I was able to pin it and I was able to write and I was able to get deliverance. So I know both sides. I know the bound side. I know the freedom side. I know the sorrowful side. I know the overcoming side. So be encouraged. There is hope on the other side. That is such a blessing that that touches me so, so much. And I know people are listening and the women that are listening, they come from all walks of life. And I'm sure that some of them may be in a situation currently and they needed to hear those words for you. You know, some people go to therapy. Some people have the Lord as well as a therapist. And then some people have what you have, which is an outlet of writing. And um, so many beautiful things have been written written (laughs) from the stories and from the pages of your heart. And um, what a gift you are to the world and um, speaking of writing, you have another song that's set to release here soon, right? Yes. Um, I wrote a song called Splatter. Um, I wrote it during this pandemic, and it just um, talks about the blood of Jesus. It's a common, um, it's a modern day take on the blood of Jesus and how it covers us. Um, so we've had to um, truly absorb the word of God through this pandemic and apply it like medicine daily just to calm our fears and to heal our bodies and to give us a blueprint on what to expect for our futures and our Mm -hmm. children's future. So Mm -hmm. um, I wrote the song Splatter. Um, It'll be out December, not December, January 8th Mm -hmm. um, in a couple of days on, on all digital platforms. That's amazing. So January 8th, January 8th, Splatter will be out by Chanda Makula and everyone has access to it. I, I believe that it's going to be a song like all of the songs you've written that we've had access to <laughs> for the nations and for this specific time that we're in now. Um, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, Chanda, for joining Thank me you, on Monica. the show. How can um, people find you? Well, I, I have your handles. So I'll read those handles out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I'll do that for you. So if you guys want to get in contact with Chanda, you guys can reach out to her on all so- social media platforms, namely Instagram, which is Chanda Makula, or I'm sorry, Chanda underscore Makula. That's M-U-K-U-L-A. Um, and then you can find her on her website at chandamakula.com. And she's also on the new hit app out now clubhouse uh, as Chanda Makula and she's going to be doing some fun things on that here soon Uh, she can talk to you guys about that once you reach out to her and um, again January 8th she has splatter that's going to be out and is there anything that you want to leave my audience with before I before I release you off the call yeah I'm really feeling like somebody in your listening audience is feeling overwhelmed and doesn't know the way that they are able to pursue their purpose while being a mother, while being a grandmother, while being functioning as a sister, as an employee. Um, And I'm here to tell you that, you know, I, I am all those and also a wife, you know, there is grace to, to do whatever you're doing in, in your private time, whether, you know, I've written lots of songs just by pushing a cart in the grocery store while vacuuming, while washing dishes. Um, so there, there is, there is grace in it for, for that, whatever you are while fulfilling all of those hats, the Lord will bring out your purpose at the right 
time, the sacrifices that you have made, you're, you're trying to figure out, man, I'm getting older, I'm getting older, I'm getting older. But at the right time, the Lord mm-hmm. hasn't forgotten his promises towards you. He hasn't forgotten what he said about you and he will bring it to pass at the right time. So you are in charge of just practicing it. You are in charge of Treat it like it's a job, you know, make sure you put some time towards it every single day. And at the right time, he will give you the blueprint on when exactly you're supposed to uh, bring it out to the world. But keep doing it. Keep doing all of it. Your family is not a is not a a penalty. Your family is not something that um, that that you should despise as a hindrance your family is a blessing steward over it well your husband is a blessing steward over him well and at the right time the lord will uh bring you into another purpose all right okay we need to add minister on there minister chando on there that was amazing wow how encouraging (laughs) that that encouraged me um so you heard her keep keep at it keep at all of it and at the right time, at the right time, God is going to give you the overflow. Thank you so much, Chanda, for coming on the show. I had to like, thank you, Monica. Myself. I'm like talking to you as like, you know, my homie. So um, <laughs> thanks again. And thanks for everyone who's tuning in to Whole Heart. As thank always, you. my shows are unedited. So what you hear is what you hear. What you get is what you get. It's authentic all the time. And remember that a whole heart is a heart that's full of joy. It is a joyful heart until we speak, until we meet, until we see each other again. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye.